This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Gordon, let's talk about the Giants. Now, for me, this, this, this was a bad tie. I don't think that this was a bad tie. You can't let the commanders come back and tie you when you have the lead late in the game in your building. You've got to find a way to win that game, Gordon. I mean, you know, we talked about this. They had four games that they really had, four divisional games, okay? Dallas, uh, Washington, Philly, and Washington. And I was talking with Jordan Runon, and he said, you know, two and two would be great. Well, it's not two and two. It, it's 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 oh one and one right now, and they've got Philly next week. And so, I, you know, this is going to be tough for them. Now, they still have a shot because, as we mentioned, there's a lot of bad teams in the East, like the whole NFC South. But this was a situation where, for me, I know it came down to a late field goal and Graham Cadeau, who's normally Mr. Reliable, came up a little short in the OT. But this game was lost when you let the commanders come down in the fourth, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, tie this game no, up. obviously. Yeah, I you mean, it felt like... They had the lead for so much of that second half that it just felt like, you know, oh, they'll put this one, you know, they'll put this one away and, and we're not able to. And look, every tie feels like a loss. Yes. It just it, it just does. Uh, so, yeah, this is a critical one because you felt like this is kind of a, a de facto playoff game. And now the, the second matchup, you're going to have to win that game. Mm-hmm. If you don't win that game, there's a very good chance you're not going to the playoffs. The only thing that I would say, and, and maybe Giant fans aren't going to want to hear this because – you know, at one point that the the playoff odds were in the 80% that they're going to make the playoffs. It's kind of hard for me to come down too hard on the Giants because when I watch the games, I'm like, how is this a playoff team? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're just not a talented group. And um, and, and I get it. If you're a Giant fan, you know, you're, you know, 6-1, and 7-2, and two, you, you, you have dreams of the postseason. Mm-hmm. They're just not a very talented group. And even against Washington, who I don't think is all that talented of a group. The, right. the talent discrepancy there was even stark. So uh, if they don't end up, if they end up making the playoffs, hey, great. Year one, new regime, new coach, everything. That's, that, I mean, that's a real accomplishment to be able to get this group into the playoffs under any format, expanded playoffs, whatever. But if they don't, I won't look at it as, you know, um, the typical second half collapse, which it would have to be for them not to make the postseason this year. Agreed. The only thing is, when you have a record, what they had, you recalibrate your expectations. Oh no, absolutely. But and it's so it's still the same. Able, I mean, didn't it always no, feel like right. it's it's six and one, seven and two? This yeah. is too good to be true. This, yes. I mean, this has got to end at some point, you know. Yes. And it feels like that they're. I don't know if it's completely run out, but it feels like their luck is starting to run out a little bit. I agree, but I do think. Okay. I feel that way when they're playing a Dallas. I feel that way when they're playing a Philly. But Washington, I don't. I feel like they're par. A little. They, there's. They obviously they. Washington has more weapons, but I think the Giants' defense is better. So for me, for you to have that lead when they really stymied Saquon Barkley, they took him away from you, and you yeah, still absolutely. have that lead. You can't lose that. For me, now I agree with you. Whatever you get going down there, you, for both teams. Okay, for both teams, seven wins. People will be jumping up and down for joy. <laughs> at the beginning of the season. Oh, absolutely. Jumping up and down for joy. But more so more so Giants than Jets because the Jets were a year ahead of what the Giants are. 
but still to have meaningful games in December, both 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 fans, both 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 fans of both teams will be jumping up and down. But once again, like I said, you re you you recalibrate your expectations and now for the Giants to play as well as they did and to see who's left on their schedule. They still have a couple of win- winning winning uh, winnable games on their schedule. Like you said, they have to be Washington. Um and you go back, you look at the Jets, what they have on their schedule. I mean, you know, Detroit doesn't look like an easy team <laughs> the way they've been playing of late. They've caught fire, especially offensively. Defense is eh, but offensively they caught fire. Geno Smith still thinks he's in, you know, Virginia again <laughs> with the right. way he's played this year, So, which is which is going to be a tough game. And so um, <laughs> Tom Brady again, three seconds left, unbelievable. It's- and so, you know, the, still you want to see, you want to see if they can finish. Yeah, and, and look, for the Jets uh, this week, you're not just hoping that you're going to win your Whoa. game. You're going to be rooting uh, against uh, the Patriots, and you're going to be rooting against the Chargers because as long yes. as they, they don't come and get you, you're in good shape. Yes. Uh, and that Chargers-Dolphins game, that, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a flexed. big one. Absolutely. Look at you. Primetime, yeah. baby. Oh, yeah. Flexed right out of the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's that was a tough loss yesterday, though. Yeah, no, I mean that was a bad, uh, a bad a matchup loss. for them. And uh, Tua looked; it almost was like he was uh, regressing. Mm-hmm. After all, the the first twelve weeks were all progress. Yeah. Last yesterday was regress. So, um, but that's that Niners D. The Niners D has been yep, very good all absolutely. year. Absolutely, it really has. That's a top notch. And listen, and, and it could have, to be honest, it could have been worse. But Bosa was just killing them. I mean, all these personal foul, roughing the passer calls that Bosa got. We got three in the first half. Yeah. Uh, you know what it was? It, Tua was hearing the footsteps even before the footsteps got there. And then yeah. when the footsteps got there, it was uh, it was not pretty. It was not a, a pretty game. They were in it in the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah. So, you know, he did come back and did have that long touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill. So that was, you know, good to see him kind of get off the deck there. But uh, mm-hmm. I have seen this movie before, Larry. Yeah, I know. You know, there was a time where it was like uh, you knew it was December because the Dolphins were collapsing. I hope that's not going to be the case this year. Uh, you got to get into the playoffs this year. But, um, yeah, that, that game's going to be big. The, the Jets-Bills game is going to be big. So, yeah. big game. they're only going to get bigger from here on out. That's right. See, that's why the Jets really needed that game yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Gives you some wiggle room. Now you it have does. a two-game lead over the Patriots. Uh, and, and that's a team to worry about. I know they've looked terrible, and I don't think they're a very good team. Yeah, but they beat But you the twice. fact that they got the tiebreaker, that's the last thing you need, man. Yeah, it is. It really is. It, it really, really is. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I believe, Gordon, that Baker Mayfield's folks have a deal with the Niners that that's why he got out of his Carolina deal. Maybe. And he's heading yeah, there. That, that would make sense, right? They need somebody. Although uh, the kid yesterday, he didn't look bad. He looked fantastic. I mean, he looked like Joe. He looked like uh, he had Steve Bono's number. I thought he was Steve Bono there for a little while, right? Number he thirteen. Well. He was flinging it around. He looked yeah. good. He played well. He played well. There's no question about it. But you know, once you prepare for him, it's a little different. Wow. It's gonna be a little different. It is. It is. So I mean, how could? Can you imagine Baker Mayfield? Number one pick overall, Gordon. Number. I mean, one that guy just keeps overall. getting. I mean, it's he's like the he's like the monster. Like he just keeps getting second chance. He just gets keep. You know, he figured, oh, he goes to Carolina. That's his last chance there. Now he's going to a really good team that's got some talent around him. If you can't make it work there in a quarterback friendly system with all the weapons and the defense that they have, oh, forget it. 
I mean, the worse he plays, the more opportunities he gets. <laughs> it does seem that way. <laughs> it does seem that's that crazy. way. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. When we return, Gordon, you got to talk me off a ledge. I know the Knicks won last night, mm. but Gordon, they don't look good to me. They really don't look good. Well, that's because you got eyes, Larry. That's why they don't <laughs> look good to you, you know? <laughs> this is ESPN New York Tonight. If that game goes another way yesterday and oh. Donovan Mitchell comes in here and, and lights the world on fire and the Knicks lose by 20, that's those, shakeups might, the, the, those shakeups might be on the way. They might have happened already. Tibbs, that, that, that hot seat would be on fire. <laughs> that hot seat would be on fire because that's the one thing that I took away from the Dallas, the Dallas loss. Okay, I get it. Luka Doncic, Gordon, one of the top players in the league. Mm-hmm. Tremendous talent. But you can't have Tim Hardaway Jr., who right. failed with you not right. once but twice, come in and light you up the way he did. I mean, the team, this, all, the things that, all the things that we loved about this team two years ago, Gordon is gone. The, the defensive intensity is not there. They don't close out on the three. They, 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 they have a glass chin. This team doesn't play hard and, and consider, you know, in different, different stretches. They turn the ball over, and you are 100% right about R.J. Barrett. And I just think, listen, young players always want to try to show that they earned the money. And he is pressing. He is putting up. His shot selection is brutal. He's become he's become Julius Randle from last year in the sense of you pass the ball to him, you might not get it back. I mean, he's just not playing well. And he needs to just sit down, take a moment, and relax. And the other thing is, and we've talked about it previously, I am baffled by some of the uh, Thibodeau rotation players that we've got going here with this team now. You know, like, I, I mean, is Cam Reddish out of the loop? Is yeah, he apparently in the loop? he is. Yep. is, is yep. You know, what happened? How did he get out? Does he get back? You know, first he was going with – with nine players, then he's going with ten, then he's going with seven. I mean, Derrick Rose, is he is he on the outs? I mean, I've been watching, uh, you know, quickly being the first guard off the bench. I'm like, I thought Rose was the first guard off the bench. I just, I, I, I just, I, I'm looking at this team right now, and it's not all Tibbs' fault. Let's make that clear. It's not all Tibbs' fault. There's the, There needs to be more talent on this team. But Gordon, I just don't see – I don't see any – I hate to use this phrase because it's, I don't see any adjustments by him. The, things don't change. Things don't no. change with him. Yeah. And, and something's um, got to give. Yeah, this is not what year three of a regime no. is, is looking for here because, look, I think the Knicks are better than what they've played, but I don't think they're a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is largely who they are, right? Like they are the – you know, my kids use this term mid – you know, oh, that's mid. It's like, you know, it's middle of the road. There's nothing special uh-huh. about it. It's mid. That's yeah. the Knicks. The Knicks are mid. They're yeah. good enough generally to beat the bad teams, but they are nowhere close to really beating the good teams. Um, so, the, and, and this is the way they kind of drew it up. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and look, you know, there's plenty of criticism for Tibbs, and, and rightfully so. I, I, I'm kind of in agreement with, uh, you know, some of the decisions they make. It, it almost feels like they're just throwing things at a wall and seeing uh-huh. what sticks. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's let's uh, save some of that for the guy who's uh, picking the, the groceries, right? Not just the yeah, guy who's cooking absolutely. the meal. 
You know, Absolutely. I mean, come on. I mean, what are we doing here? Th- this is year three, and this is what we're looking at in terms of a roster? Like, how many nights do the Knicks have a better roster? <laughs> Not many. Not many. <laughs> and what, do, when, when do the Knicks ever have the best player on the floor? Never. Even fewer, right? Never. Never. You look at, you, look at it this way, Gordon. Do you, who's the top player on the Knicks right now? In your estimation, who, who's the, who's the who's the star player, the number I one go-to person? Okay, yeah. if you ranked him in the NBA talent-wise, where would you put him? Is he top twenty-five? <laughs> no, I don't even know if he'd be top twenty-five. Is he top thirty? Thirty-five? Yeah, 30, yeah, 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 top thirty. Okay, you don't win with the top <laughs> the thirtieth no, best player yeah. in the league as your star. It's hard to win that way. You have to have a hell of a supporting cast. For you to have the thirtieth best, and and listen, we we could be kind if we started writing down players. He might be further down. Yeah. But but if we he's the thirtieth best, and then he's number one, I mean, you're not winning. And you you're know not what the weird way. And, the, and you know what the weird thing is is that this is year three for this regime. He was here when they got here. That's right. Yeah. And they haven't improved on it. Right. Like, you would figure that at some point they would have said, all right, we got to get – I mean, after year one, we said he can't be the best player on, right. a, on, a, on a good team, a, a real right. playoff contending team. Yep. Yep. Now, Brunson's health. I hate to think yeah, where they'd be He's without him. everything he could. I hate, where would they be without him? Not sure. <sighs> Probably, right, right, I mean, a little bit worse than last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I you know, it's it's really – it's really depressing to watch them. And the other thing is, because, you know, you you know the drum is beating more for we got to get rid of Thibodeau. You know, you're hearing the drum beat a little bit. Yep. You know that, Gordon, you're hearing the beat. And obviously for it being, you know, the third year, and that's the rumor about him, you start, you start players start tuning him out year three, and, you know, everywhere he's been, that's been the issue. But the other issue for me is I get that you might want to change it, but who are you bringing in? I don't know. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know. I, I, again, I think that the, there would be improvement. You would probably get a little bit of a bounce because of a new voice and, and guys. And maybe there would be a, a different look of, of uh, rotations and, and going to guys who are a little bit younger rather than just relying on the same thing. But you're talking about on the margins. This is not a talented team. It's not. It just isn't. It's not enough. And it's poorly constructed. You got guys. You got a bunch yeah, of guys that no. all do play the same position. It's you it's, got a again, ton of guards throw, and a ton of, of big guys. Yeah, you're throwing stuff against the wall, seeing what sticks. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll take this. Yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I, I just, uh, I'm just real down on them right now. Now, listen, they could improve. They could go on a little run. Absolutely. You know? And, and make me change my mind, but I, I looked at the but schedule. See, that's the thing. Is, right. Uh, I mean, there's never going to be a, tur- a time where you there's a, a stretch of games where you're like, oh, we, this is where the Knicks are really going to start to find themselves. Because they're, yeah. be- they're not that much better than anybody. No, they aren't. They really aren't. They really aren't. And, and it really – I was so encouraged at the beginning of the year. Not that I felt that they were the, one of the top eight teams, but I felt they could be nine or ten. I felt, listen – they play well. They get into a play-in game. Who knows what happens? At least they're back in the postseason again. And, you know, who knows what happens? You get lucky. You never – it's about matchups and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But just after yesterday, I mean, they had 20 turnovers, Gordon, in three quarters. I mean, they, they 
Cleveland gave that game away. The Knicks were not supposed to win that game yesterday. No. They were they were all they played 20, 20 turnovers and everybody was walking. Gordon, I haven't seen that much traveling. <laughs> in an NBA and you were game you and you were years. just on vacation. I know. <laughs> it was scary. I've just never seen anything like it. I have not. I really haven't. I really haven't. And you know what it is? This group is so uh, mid, as the term I was using before. I feel like it's even, even Nick fans who are the most optimistic, loyal group in the world. Even they are having a hard time getting excited about this group. Yeah, they are. Because you don't see anything. That's, there's nothing that changes. You don't see anything. They're, they're stagnant. They 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 can't shoot the three consistently. You've got to. And listen, I'm I'm all for. I understand Evan Fournier not getting a lot of playing time. Believe me, I get it. But Gordon, you mean to tell me he can't play at all? Um, you're paying him all this money. Yeah, he's one of, he's still one of the best three point shooters on your team. You mean you can't put him in? I know he was coming in with the bench, but I mean, there's not a situation you could bring him in in the bench where you're fast breaking. He's the trailer. He's going to be wide open, catch and shoot, while team is running up and down the court. He's the, from a trailer standpoint, you can't get him to hit open threes or a catch and shoot guy. I mean, you can't do anything with him. I mean, it's 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 really frustrating. It just is. It just is. I, I was getting used to seeing Jericho Sims. He doesn't play anymore. <laughs> you know? It's just, I'm just, I'm, ugh. ugh. That's how I feel about the Knicks. Yeah, ugh. no, I mean, I get it. It's that, That's kind of the way they are right now. And then I got a guy coming in here Wednesday night that loves to kill them. <laughs> yeah. When and the Hawks come and, in. And he's ticked off with the coach, and, and he's not happy, so. He might very well be putting on a show. Yeah, and uh, they got nobody to stop him. They got no. nobody to stop him. No. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Can you imagine, Larry? It seems like Judge, according to the reports, is going to make a decision on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then that event is on Thursday. Ooh. That could be spicy. It could be. It could be. One way or see, the other. I can see Eli from Westchester, right, with oh. the first question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Jack Pocket has enough money to, to get that to happen. I can hear him right now. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Eli. If the Yankees don't sign Judge, the Yankees are failures. They didn't bring back Judge, blah, blah, blah. If they do bring back Judge, well, they signed up to too much money. <laughs> they, they, I mean, this guy's going to break down. He's, he's, you know, he's broken down before. Can't yeah, win. but he does like Aaron Boone anyway. So it doesn't oh, matter. Oh, no. He, yeah, no. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> that would be an interesting. That would be – I might pay to see that. That mm. would be interesting how, how that would be handled. You know, Michael K. Zabretta, no, he knows what to do. In those oh, of course. He does. He does. Uh, look, and, and, and there is part of me, even as a Yankee fan, that is kind of curious. Like, what would plan B yeah. be? You want right? to know. How, you definitely how, want to know. Uh, no, no, I don't want to know in reality. I just want, like, I want, like, a sliding doors kind of, you know, a, a view into an alternate reality mm-hmm. where I could see what, what that would actually look like because I have no – I don't think that they're going to go after the one of the big shortstops. Right. Maybe uh, Carlos Rodon, that's the guy that they might go at. But, you, I mean, it's often – that's why it doesn't really make sense to be signing all these pitchers to all these contracts yeah. when you got to hit. Yeah. You got to hit. The Yankees didn't have enough hitting with Aaron Judge. Yeah. The pitching wasn't that bad. 
No, the pitching was not the issue. It's always it's the offense. It's always scoring runs. Yeah. That's what makes the pitching. That's what helps your pitching. <laughs> right. They. They. I mean, you know, they basically got, got completely shut down in that series against the the uh, the Astros. So even yeah. if they even if they pitched as well as the Astros did, they wouldn't score any runs. That's right. That's right. And they and they really, you know, those were all close games. They weren't blown out. I think it was like the game three two, was maybe right? one. I think it was game three yeah. was the one blowout. But, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, wasn't like wasn't like it was you know. We were like turning it off. Oh all, all four I mean, games. take take Judge out of the lineup. Oh, you Rizzo, wouldn't have been there. Gallo, uh, excuse me, Rizzo, Glaber, uh, oh. DJ. Mm. IKF is still on the team as we speak. Yes, he is. Josh Donaldson's still there. Trevino mm. behind the plate. Oh, Bader was great in the postseason, but you know mm. I don't think that's the player that he is. Right. Whew. You got some. You you got some you shopping got some to do. More, my yeah, friend. you got some you got work some to, do, to do, my friend. We do. Let's go to the phones. One 3776 Gordon, let's hop in the limo with Ed. He's on I seventy eight in Jersey. He joins us on ESPN New York tonight. What's up, Ed? Hey guys. Good evening. Good evening. I had to jump on this because um, you were talking. We were so earlier talking about the Jets. All right. Why would you? You have the running back, that kid that's a uh, knight, that's very mm-hmm. fast. Why wouldn't you put two tight ends and, and, and bring the guard and the tackle and run it to one side and, and just have your kids follow right behind them? There's no way. You cannot tell me you're on the one-yard line. He would not get in the end zone. They never did a sweep at all. Or you could have used Wilson. Like, you, you, fake to the, um, you know, fake to the back going up. They crashed the middle, and you got that kid Wilson. Let him run the end around. <laughs> they didn't do nothing. I didn't understand it. That's, I just didn't understand it. Why you keep going to the middle? You know it's going to be clogged up. And you yeah. got all that speed, and this kid with all that speed, and you mean tell me that you can't run an end around or you can't do a sweep? That's crazy. That, it's just crazy. It's mind-boggling. Yeah, I hear what you're you know, saying, Ed. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You know, and that's another thing with the Knicks. What about that coach of the guy was up in, um, in Boston? He don't have a job, do he? Why can't you bring him in? Well, I'll tell you this, Ed, and thanks for the phone call. I'll answer this first, then we'll go back to the Jet thing. Uh, if he came in now, he would he would be ask he would be answering questions about oh what God. happened in Boston for right. half the up until the All Star break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that wouldn't work. And and I don't know. Now I know Boston said Gordon that they wouldn't hold him back, but Gordon, I don't know what they would do for a team in their division. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Well, I mean, I it, seemed like, it didn't seem like it was a hang-up for the Nets. No, it didn't. But they didn't bring him in. Right at the end of the day, the, <laughs> the Nets. Said, and they could have. Wait, wait a second. We got we got enough stuff going on here. <laughs> they could have brought him in, and and he would have been like third on the list. Yeah. <laughs> at that time, when they were going through that. Yeah. You they they could have yeah, right. him him snuck him in in the back door. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And nobody would have known. No. Um, I will say this, Ed. And I agree with you about running the same play. I'm not a big fan of running wide in short. You know, when you're down at the goal line, Gordon, I'm not a big fan of that. I've seen it happen. I'm not a big fan of it. But I will say I was surprised that they didn't just put in an extra lineman and just just beat them down. Yeah, you know I, what mean, I mean, they just get too pass I, I happy. Just, yeah, they, they did get too. No, look, at the end of the day, they did have a ton of yards in the game. Uh, yes. they did have opportunities left and right. But it just mm-hmm. feels like they get they get so pass, and they've gotten pass happy with with every. I mean, they had a game with Flacco, Flacco where he threw the ball sixty times. Yeah, yeah. He he, the floor. 
He's like, ooh, a quarterback that can throw. Right. And complete hey, passes. Absolutely. <laughs> throw it again. Throw it again. Throw it again. Uh, he's like, we always run the ball. I want to throw it some. <laughs> Dante's in Queens. What's up, Dante? Hey, guys. Hey, um, thanks for taking my call. Um, wanted to make a point about the Mets and a small um, point about the Knicks. First, um, I, I think signing Verlander to that two-year deal was was, um, was very smart. And even though the the pitcher that uh, you know Degrom is, like they always say, Vestino um, ability is you know availability. And it was funny because a guy on Facebook said the Mets would be fine, you know, with the king of the IL. You know, I thought that was kind of funny, mm-hmm. but. You know the the thing about it. If I'm Steve, if I'm Steve Cohen, I wouldn't even have offered him a deal after that performance in Atlanta because he just went out there. All you had to do is win that one game, either him or Scherzer, to get the division. And he was just like, "Hey, you know, screw this place. I'm I'm done." And he after that game, it's like he could care less. Like if I'm the owner and I see that, I'm like, you know what? Regardless of your talent, I don't want you on this team. As far as um, but going he won the one playoff game. Point, he won the game against the Padres. It, yeah. So it but, wasn't that he didn't care. With, the Padres, I knew they weren't going to win that because they were killing. They they've been killing us the whole um season. Every time we played well, them, I mean, Degrom was the one guy who was actually able to get a win in the series. Scherzer didn't. He didn't, you know. But it, 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 it's it, it's like I don't really understand the, the the media didn't bother him, you know. It wasn't like New York media was crucifying him and on him all the time. He was probably one of the least criticized athletes in New York, you I'd know. But that. I mean, I I, yeah. yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, he took a little. Because and you can't even say he took a little heat when he was hurt, Gordon, because he was running things under the previous regime. He was running things. Well, I don't think I'm pitching. Well, I'll pitch. You know, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Like, okay. He, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I look. No there wasn't really much to criticize outside nope. of the injury. When he pitched, he was great. But I, I mean, I guess it's just thing, maybe lifestyle. You know, guys you know always not everybody's injured. for the big city. Yeah. Plus that free money, and, Gordon, that non-taxable money in Texas is probably pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah the no-state tax, I mean, definitely. But my only um, – my, my last quick Knicks point I was going to make, mm-hmm. even though, you know, they they won that game yesterday, but still obviously in Nick fashion tried to flush it down the toilet in the last, you know, five minutes. With that being said, and this is not a knock on Thibodeau, very accomplished coach, I think they need a new voice. And this is what – Real quick, I mean, Brunson gives them, you know, some scoring punches. And even when you're a good defensive team, it's hard to hold a team under 100 points in today's NBA. You know who I wouldn't mind getting a shot at the um, – because I think they've tuned Thibodeau out. I really feel like that's why the defense has been suspect or non-existent at all. I wouldn't mind them giving what, – what's the, the, the Bryant do, the Johnny – if they were to fire Thibodeau, I wouldn't mind them giving him a look, you know? Okay. I feel like the players would respond better to him, mm-hmm. and I feel like you need to stop being so predictable on offense. It's like this 
60s, 70s, like, you know, like your, like your grandfather, if he was playing ball, it's like, come on, man. Can we can we get the offense, you know, it, it, up to 2022 20, standards? Like, God forbid, you know? Uh, do they have the players for that, Dante? Do they have the players do, to play teams an with up-tempo, less talent have more up-tempo game where you can where guys can hit threes? Uh, I they agree. They young need to be guys tempo, but, where you they know. can up the tempo. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the most talented team. They have young guys on this team that can. But it's like, oh, pass it to me. Everybody's around. Oh, every or oh, throw a lob to Mitchell. You might get a backdoor cut. The offense just looks so freaking robotic. It is. It's like, Jesus Christ. And you don't have to be like a dream team to to just get a fluent. I mean, yes, they're averaging, uh, what are they averaging, like 113 a game or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I just think they've really tuned Tibbs out. I I think you need, um, I'm not trying to be ageist, but you you might need a, 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 a younger coach to get some, some better offensive sets, a guy that's, you know, going to hold guys still accountable on the defensive mm-hmm. end. Because, honestly, this team should be at least four games over 500. No question about that, Dante. That. You're absolutely right. Thanks for the phone call. And and they're just not and, and they're not playing that way. And, Gordon, they look, they, they look lifeless sometimes. They just look like, it's like they're sleepwalking. It's, and, and they just make bad plays. And, yeah, it's, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's frustrating, and it's and it's consistent, right? We've always been uh, wondering when the Knicks are going to find some consistency. They're kind of consistent this year. You know what you're going to get with the most nights. Yeah, uh, and it's generally it's not uh, good. The, the other team is better. <laughs> That's yeah. generally the consistency. It is. It really is. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on ninety eight point seven ESPN.